Welcome to the Insecurity Project Podcast. Most people think the best you can do with insecurity is mask it, manage it, or medicate. I'm convinced this is a problem that can be solved for good, and that's what this show is all about. Join me for weekly 10-minute Tuesday episodes, live coaching demonstrations, and world-class interviews on the subject of overcoming insecurity. Now on to today's show. It's 10-minute Tuesday time again. Uh, Before I dive into the content for today, the unnecessary suffering speaking to all the events, the tickets, the, the information about this event is live now. So you'll find a video about the tour on my YouTube channel, on the socials, and on my website. You'll find tickets uh, and details on the events tab of my website, jamonfraser.com. But just would be so good to have you in the room. Uh, Those who've been listening to the podcast and and finding the content useful, you'll find more of the same. A great chance to invite someone along who might also find it useful. You know, the point is, Suffering, life is suffering, so there's a bunch of suffering that you wouldn't want to remove even if you could because it's what brings character and maturity and growth. Uh, it, it purifies us, it, it matures us. And there's a whole bunch of other suffering which is entirely unnecessary. It is to be avoided at all costs, but but people don't know how to avoid it and so suffer greatly in their health, in their finances, in their work, in their sense of purpose. Um, in, in their relationships. So I want to give you the, the tools and the strategies and the content to eradicate that unnecessary suffering from your life. So look, I'm in Melbourne on the 15th of July, a couple of sessions there, uh, Adelaide on the 6th of August, Gold, Cash, Gold Coast slash Brisbane combined, combined event on the 23rd of September, Sydney the 13th of October and Canberra the 23rd of October. Cool. Uh, events tab on my website for more information. Okay. Uh, on to today's subject, special slash not special. Such an interesting concept and important one to understand because most people get this wrong. They get this around the wrong way. They they think certain things in their life are special when in fact they're not and they think the special things in their life are actually not special. So here's how the common person approaches this subject. They are convinced that the problems of their life are special. They have special problems. They have unique problems. I can't tell you how many times I have conversations with people that say to me, yeah, but Jamin, you you, you just need to understand this is really hard for me. As though they are the only person in the history of the world who has struggled with this idea in this way. And if I could just understand the specialness of them and the specialness of their circumstances, then I'd understand that this is an act, this is a special problem for them. And we will need to discover a special solution for this special problem, if it even exists, and it probably doesn't. So they're going to remain stuck. Uh, and then when it comes to the things that are not special, they're convinced that they don't have enough skill, enough talent, enough uniqueness, enough beauty, enough maturity, enough experience. If they had the special talents that someone else has or the unique gifts that they see in the world, then of course they'd be able to be confident and reach out. But they don't have those things. They're not special enough. Special people are out there and they're average. And so you can see what happens. If you think your problems are special, well then who knows if there even is a solution. And it's likely that there's not because this is a unique problem. 
And then if you think your own gifts are not special, well, then what's the point of ever really putting yourself out there? You will get found out as inadequate. You need to stay where it's safe. You need to find the things that you, you do well at, that you, you are good at. Um, you don't, you're not a peak performer, but you're not going you know, to let the side down either. So you need to be good enough at something. Um, but both of these, these special, not special things are, are ridiculous. They're, they're the opposite of what's actually true. Um, I, I promise you that your problems are actually not special. They are not special. And you are not special in the challenges that you're facing. The, the things that are causing you most grief are universal challenges. They are predictable problems. And if they are predictable problems and universal challenges, then I promise you they have already been solved. And the solution is entirely predictable. When you get your head around that, and you know it's a big deal to kind of get over the fact that you are not special. There is nothing special about you at all. There is nothing unique, nothing different, nothing weird, nothing strange. You're not broken. You don't have it harder than somebody else. It doesn't suck to be you. You're not in this place without hope, without choice, without options. You're just like everybody else. And the moment you see that, see that you are not special, then the game changes because you then get over yourself and realize that there is a process to be trusted. And you go find a person or people or an answer that already exists in the world and someone who is skillful enough to hold you within that process until it works for you, just like it will work for anyone else because no one is special in this situation. Universal problems have universal solutions. That changes the game. It seems so difficult for people to contemplate and come to terms with, but it's only because they've got these special, not special around the wrong way. Likewise, you are entirely special when it comes to your unique gifts, talents, and experiences. There is no one in the whole entire universe who is made up exactly like you. There will never be a repeat of you. There will be people that may come close, but they will not have the exact mix of your skills, your talents, your experiences, your personality, your makeup, your DNA. It's it's unique, entirely unique. And when you see that and embrace that specialness, well, the game changes, of course, because then you stop trying to compete with other people and you realize you get to run in your own lane. You realize that no one can compete with you. This is interesting for people who go into business because typically people think, well, I'm not special. I don't have what this person who's already succeeding in my space has. But even if you are saying the exact same things in the exact same way as someone else in your industry, there are people who will love to hear it from them and there will be people who love to hear it from you. It is your specialness that is your gift to the market. It's your specialness that's your gift to your friends and to your family. It's your specialness that's the gift to the world. So special, not special. Your problems are not special. Your gifts and talents are. When you can sit in that and and run the race that way, well, you're in the game. You are, you know, the game changes completely. I, I love to think about this idea of being special. And in fact, it is my word for this year. I, I love to kind of have a theme or an intention for the year. And this year it's to be special. I told my wife at the start of the year that I'm, I'm trying to be more special this year. And, and she rolled her eyes, which is the perfect response. Right, I, want, I want to be a special person. Here we go. But here's the interesting thing about special people is that the world opens up for special people. Special people get opportunities that average people don't. Special people believe things about themselves that average people don't. 
Special people find a way where average people get stuck. It's the special people that have a special experience of life. And and the interesting thing around this is all it takes to be special is to own your own specialness. So it's an opinion problem. You know, this ties in with the whole insecurity project. At some point, you're going to face your own opinions of yourself that have said you're not special or you're less than special or your kind of special is the wrong kind of special and, and realise that's all a work of fiction framed in the in the mind, the wisdom of a child and actually, you know, start to notice and examine and embrace the nuance and the wonder and the weirdness of your specialness. Because yeah, when you do that, then then you do have a very different experience of life. I had a client who uh, who complained to me that, uh, that that it is only beautiful people that get given opportunities. So she was noticing, you know, in the space that she was trying to play in, it was the beautiful people who get more likes on Instagram. It was the beautiful people that get more speak, speaking invitations. It was the beautiful people that charge more for their products and services. It was the beautiful people that had doors open to them. Average people don't get any of that. And so she felt stuck. She's like, well, I'm not beautiful. These people are beautiful. So there is objective data which suggests if you're beautiful, then you're going to be okay. If you're not beautiful, then you're in trouble. Now, there are many people who would say, yeah, that actually seems true. That seems like how the world works. But that's ridiculous. Just that that is, that is so close but it is entirely ridiculous. It is missing the point. There is one missing piece in the mechanics of how that works. And when you notice it, you'll realize how your own specialness works. It is actually not beautiful people that get more of what they want. It's people who believe they are beautiful. That's the only distinction. There are plenty of people who are stunningly beautiful but have never realized that about themselves. The world doesn't open up for those people. The world uses and abuses those people. But there are plenty of other people who may not have the typical features that classify them as beautiful, but who are deeply aware of their own specialness, and they show up more beautiful than ever. They are attractive, they are compelling, and and they have a very special experience of life. This does all come back to your own opinion of yourself. Until you think you're beautiful, no one else can. Until you think you're special, no one else will see your specialness. This is something I've been learning into more and more, you know, for the last 10 years. But this year, I've taken it up a notch. Just love the idea of being a weirdo. I'm getting weirder and more nuanced and more special by the day and having so much fun with it. You know, I take more naps and not just naps, but I've, I have special naps. So I have an eye mask, I black out curtains, I have a special fan, my pillow's got to be perfect, I have a mouth guard, and I start, I've started sniffing a cricket ball before I go to sleep because it just feels right. And, and it just, the smell of that leather takes me out of my head and into the, the metronomic rhythm of Glenn McGrath bowling line and length there and there about outside the off stump. Sorry if you've got no idea about cricket, but not really sorry because it's special and I like being special. Uh, just recently, I've I've punted some friends out of my world uh, because I'm special, and they just didn't do enough to keep a seat at the table. In fact, in fact, they undermined who I was. They they discounted my specialness, and so they lost the privilege of being in my world. I uh, I had a, an email response, uh, an email question from someone who who may even be listening to this podcast. Uh, 
let, let me read it to you because this is an example of, of me leaning into specialness. Special people respond like this. Average people don't. Uh, subject, I clearly need some help. Message, hi, I clearly need some help, but I cannot afford a life coach at this time. Happy to take up the free 15-minute chat. If that lifts the boat, then we could formalize something. But first, can I write out my story? My special response to that email was no response at all. My specialness said, you got to work harder than that. you got to pitch more cleverly than that. If you want what I've got, lean in. If you, if you treat it as though it's average, you miss out. And, and the beautiful thing about that response is I could only make that response by embracing my own specialness. I've, uh, I've read a quote in the last week out of the book, The Spiritual Entrepreneur by Pauline Nugent, that sums up this specialness even just more beautifully than I've ever had referenced before. It's a quote by James A. Michener. The master in the art of living makes little distinction between his work and his play, his labor and his leisure, his mind and his body, his information and his recreation, his love and his religion. He hardly knows which is which. He simply pursues his vision of excellence at whatever he does, leaving others to decide whether he is working or playing. To him, he's always doing both. How beautiful is that? How special is that? The point is, until you own your specialness, no one else can even come close to seeing it. That's your work. Your problems are not special. Your gifts and talents are. Special, not special. You get it round that way, the world opens up to you in a glorious manner. Hope that's useful. Look forward to talking to you again soon. You've been listening to the Insecurity Project podcast. All you need to solve any problem is the proven framework and someone skillful enough to hold you in the space until it works. If this is your year to be insecurity free, jump on the insecurityproject.com and begin your journey to become unhindered by getting a free copy of the seven essential practices for overcoming insecurity.